Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So Hamilton Southeastern Schools brings in a chief equity and inclusion officer a couple years back by the name of Nakata. I think her name is Nataki Pettigrew. I think it's spelled wrong here. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. And I said at the time, a position to, to explore and push bigotry in Hamilton Southeastern schools. What could possibly go wrong? Because I say that about everything having to do with the nonsense and the, the bigotry of DEI. The oppressed oppressor insanity that is Marxism being... Uh, codified through these kinds of positions. Shame on Eric Holcomb, uh, the governor, for creating a statewide position. It's just wrong. Well, now, Ms. Pettigrew is leaving Hamilton Southeastern for a similar job with the Metropolitan School District of Washington Township. I've done my damage here. Let me go somewhere else and cause a problem. Oh. Some people indeed are slow learners. And it seems that our school districts are slow learners. And school boards work on eliminating these positions. Fishers, Carmel, uh, Greenwood, Avon, wherever it is you are. Wherever it is you are, Brownsburg, get rid of these positions. Get rid of these people. Stop teaching kids to hate themselves and to hate others. No value has been created, only destruction. Don't let these people into your lives. These bigots? Good Lord. Now, is bigotry the story at Newfields where I want to say, for the record, we've got ourselves a full-on scandal? You have the resignation of the CEO. The CEO, uh, Colette Pierce Burnett, who was brought in because they had gotten rid of Charles Venable. Uh, there was racism and there was this despicable ad for you know uh, job posting and how it was written. And they needed to restore prominence to Newfield. So they brought in Colette Pierce Burnett, who was the president of a uh, historically black college and university uh, there in Austin. And they brought her in. I mean, they did everything but say, well, we're bringing her in because she's black. They did everything but say that. I never knew whether or not her skill set at a university would translate to a museum. I could be told yes, I could be told no. Fine. 15 months into the job, she resigns. But you also have two board members who resigned before that happened. And now we're learning from the Indianapolis Business Journal, Dave Lindquist with the reporting, that another member of the Newfields Board of Trustees, this is the museum people, formerly the Indianapolis Museum of Art, Another member resigned on Friday. The Indianapolis Recorder reported that on Sunday. Adrian Sims, who is uh, the IU Health Chief Human Resource Officer, exited the museum 
one week after the announcement of the departure of the CEO. There was a protest at the at New Fields where people are demanding answers. But no, not just demanding answers. They're claiming that the reason that Dr. Burnett was pushed out is because of racism. Now, you understand they have absolutely no proof of this whatsoever. It's just what they claim. She has to be put back. She wasn't fired. She resigned. Now, where I will agree is that there's no transparency. And it's obvious to me that Darian Christian, who is the board uh, chair over there at Newfields, has got a lot to answer for. There's no transparency whatsoever. This is not working. But we have board members who resigned because of the HR practices. We've got board members who resigned because of, of fiduciary capacity, as is written. This is what Sims wrote, who is the IU Health uh, Chief Human Resources Officer. She resigned by saying, quote, uh, as a seasoned HR executive, I believe in the importance of strong HR practices, collaborative decision making, and adherence to proper governance procedures for the well-being of the organization. Recent leadership decisions were not made in an inclusive and consulted, cons- consultative manner, which has been disheartening. Wait, which leadership decisions in terms of who should be a leader or decisions that Dr. Burnett made? This is where we're not getting transparency. I'd love to do an interview with any of these board members who have resigned with any current board members. I want to know what is happening here. People do have a right to know, and I get why people are bothered by it. But this protest that was put together by Wild Style Pascal, that's, that's uh, this person's name, uh, this is ridiculous. This, uh, one of the protesters said, I'm quoting, a black woman brought in to clean up a mess created by white racists, and those people thought she had done her work and they, they could push her out. We're here to tell them no. She needs to keep doing work very obviously by the fact that they tried to do this. You have no idea why she got fired, you ridiculous punk bigot. God! Isn't Indianapolis tired of crap like this? You have no idea why she's out. I don't know. We want to find out. Screaming racism just to scream racism is pathetic. Pathetic. There is a scandal at Newfields. It is happening right now. We need answers. I I, I have gotten some off-the-record stuff. Oh, it's ugly. I need to be able to verify it. Oh, but I mean, the source I trust. It's ugly stuff. I'm looking for verification. Tony at TonyCats.com. Reach out. I want to know what's going on. We need to know what's going on. And we need to know who's responsible. It's just, you know, the, the centerpiece museum of the city. That's all. Nothing big. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Elon Musk is going to sue Media Matters. And I hope he puts him into the blanking ground. 
Tony Katz. <laughs> 93 WIBC, good morning. Media Matters is this terrible organization that sadly still has funding. Um, uh, they said they started as a way of keeping an eye on media. What they do is they go after conservatives. Oh, they've lied about me. They've lied about others. They've look at what this one said and that one said, and look what Fox is doing. And now they're going after Elon Musk. You've heard me discuss that Elon Musk in this tweet that he put out regarding the truth was wrong, where somebody was discussing how, uh, you know, the problem with with supporting uh, Jews in America is that Jews have been actively supporting anti-white causes. No, that's not true. But if you want to argue that the Anti-Defamation League is left-leaning, you'd be accurate. And if you want to argue that the Anti-Defamation League went all in with things like Black Lives Matter, which is a bigoted organization, a Marxist organization, you'd, be, you'd also be correct. But the issue here is about uh, a group that decided to join with liberals based on liberal ideology. If you want to say that I have supported causes that were against any group, I'd laugh in your face. So the the original post was of course ridiculous. The Trump the, the Trump the the Musk support of it was wholly mistaken. I said so clearly. But in the same way they want to now say Musk is this and therefore you can't Advertise on Twitter is the same things they say about Trump. But yet somehow when it comes to Andre Carson and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and, and the rest, there's total silence from the left. Total silence from the left. And then they go about telling you how everybody else is so is so terrible. They end up being uh, Richard Blumenthal, who lied about his Vietnam service. My reaction to Elon Post, uh, Elon Musk post was absolute abhorrence. Mm-hmm. His saying that this blatantly anti-Semitic comment was, quote, the actual truth is sickening and chilling. Nothing about Rashida Tlaib, nothing about Ilhan Omar, nothing about how dare they, nothing about how chilling it is or sickening it is. What a coward. What a low-rent coward is Richard Blumenthal, uh, a man who lied about his Vietnam service. But now Media Matters wants to go about uh, uh, threatening the company, lying about the company, and trying to get advertisers not to advertise. You ask, why is it possible that all these late-night television shows can continue when they're only going after half of America? They, they hate half America. And the answer is, well, their friends own the companies, so the advertising dollars remain. And this is why Kid Rock is completely wrong regarding Bud Light. I don't want to be in the party of boycotts and cancel culture. It's not cancel culture. Bud Light said they hated you. And these people will destroy you if you don't fight back. Now you don't want to fight back? I thought you I thought you were uh, principled. I thought you were tough, Kid Rock. What the hell, man? Do you not understand the fight that you're in? 
of course you'd want to just be normal and go about your day. These people want to kill you. They want to ruin you. So Musk is now pushing back. The split-second court opens on Monday. X-Corp will be filing a thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters and all those who colluded in this fraudulent attack on our company. Okay. Very good. It should also be noted uh, that uh, the head of um, Media Matters uh, is a guy who has written disparagingly uh, about people who are transgender, referring to them in ways that you might refer to a transmission, um, who uh, talks about his boyfriend despite his jewelry, who has uh, written um, that, uh, uh, you know, that that I, th- I think he refers to his boyfriend as having his possession of several bags of Jewish gold. The bigot that leads up media matters is something else. Something else indeed. It is remarkable how this is playing out. And I hope Elon Musk is very successful, and I hope Elon Musk recognizes that what this this person said on, on, on X regarding Jews being anti-white, no, 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 no. An organization, well, sure, you can talk about an organization. A whole people. Mm. Uh, Louis Farrakhan is a Jew-hating, white-hating bigot. He doesn't speak for all black people. And this brings us to the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Jake Tapper decides, hey, uh, let me uh, let me bring uh, uh, this to Ron DeSantis, candidate for president, and let me get him on the record about Elon. Major companies such as Apple and Disney are pulling their ads from X because Elon Musk uh, openly endorsed this anti-Semitic conspiracy theory uh, that Jews uh, are conspiring to replace white Americans with minority immigrants. Um, I wondered if you saw the comment and if you condemn it. Uh, I did not see the comment. um, And so I know that Elon has had a target on his back ever since he purchased Twitter, uh, because I think he's taking it in a direction that a lot of people um, who are used to controlling the narrative don't like. I don't know why Ron DeSantis has to condemn that, although I don't mind if he does. I don't know if that question gets asked to every leftist, every left-leaning politician. It seems like a question that's meant to be a gotcha and not meant to actually move a conversation forward. I, I, I always wanted more from Jake, but it was never to be. In honor of Thanksgiving, I do not know if I have a... Uh, if I have a place for you this week for for Meatless Monday. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. But I didn't think it was right to not, well, y- you know, play the song. I mean, the song is a is just a favorite of all the people. So let's start there. Cooking a steak 
wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Meatless Monday, everybody. As we know, the Indianapolis City County Council does not care if your children die in the streets. They only care that you don't eat meat on a Monday. What? What? Too soon? Too, too on the nose? Was I? Well, <laughs> thank you. That's why we uh, here at Tony Katz and the Morning News, we say, have yourself some meat on a Monday. Don't let these people tell you how to live. They don't want you to have meat because of some social justice, so-called environmental nonsense, Huey. We say keep the restaurants in business. The question is, for those people who don't cook on Thanksgiving, which, for the record, I believe I am, I am consistent on this. I've always found that a very acceptable option, Matt Bear. One does not have to cook on Thanksgiving. One can go out to eat. That is fine. I accept it. The question is, where do you go? Where are the places to go on Thanksgiving in central Indiana? Because that I don't have a good list for. I'd like to know. I'd like to know where people go for Thanksgiving. What restaurants do you go to for Thanksgiving? Because I would assume it would be a steak place. I would assume it would be like a Fogo de Chao type, type of place. But I'm not sure. So I have a list of restaurants that say that they are open for Thanksgiving lunch and dinner. That's not specifically um, indie, but it's just a list. And the list starts with Applebee's. Ah! What? what? What's wrong with Applebee's? Yes, 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 yes. Much better. Much better, much better. Bob Evans is open. Uh, I've got, uh, according to this, uh, there'll be locations where Buffalo Wild Wings is open. Which makes sense. Some people are like, you know what, let's just eat wings and watch football. And that's the way I want to spend my Thanksgiving. This is how I give thanks. I could could see this and agree with this without question. Uh, Del Frisco's. Del Frisco's, I think, does a pretty good job. It's more of a kind of place like when you're at a convention and everyone's going out for a steak. Ooh, we'll go to Del Frisco's. That kind of place. But still, I think they do good work. Denny's is open. Matt Bear, seriously? Nothing for Denny's? Thank you. It's Denny's. I mean, it matters. Um, where, uh, Fleming's, which, well, they're not in India anymore. They're not. So I don't know. Fogo de Chow. Okay, Fogo de Chow is open. Well, so Jonathan, producer Jonathan was asking, were there any family-style places? I would say Fogo de Chao is family-style, right? The the Brazilian steakhouse where they come around with all this different kind of meat and they'll just put it right on your plate. Right? That's that's me. But, it, but if you're thinking of it maybe in a different way, Golden Corral is open. Mm. Right? Have you been to the Golden Corral there, Matt Bear? No, uh, it's been about 15 years. My stomach hasn't recovered. Is that right? Yeah. They, they was, I'm telling you, they're they're ready for you right now. It was good. I mean, it was fun. It, it was more fun than good, I think. You know. I was, I was, maybe this was just you. Maybe it wasn't about the restaurant, which could make a fine sponsor, but rather it was about you. Well, yeah, it usually is. I mean, 
it was a dining experience. No, what I loved about Golden Corral is there's everything. Right. You could take the kids, and they're going to be happy because you have the desserts. You have all the kids' food like chicken fingers. I mean, that's the fun thing. Uh, some people tell me they've gone to Sullivan's uh, Steakhouse and thought it was absolutely uh, terrific. Uh, so, uh, Golden Corral mentioned right here. And someone's placing a bet. What's the over-under uh, that I will use the word bigot in a three-hour morning show? What is the over-under on that? So this guy's got 100 times. Will I do it over or under 100 times? Well, I'm sorry if you're bringing up people like Andre Carson or, 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 or Louis Farrakhan or, or Ilhan Omar. Or, what am I going to say? Upstanding human being? <laughs> uh, McCormick and Schmick's open for Thanksgiving, according to this list, and Romano Macaroni Grill and a little bit of Ruby Tuesday. That's a Matt Bear favorite right there. Tuesdays is good salad bar, man. Right. Great salad right. bar. Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris open. Seasons 52 is open as as well. Uh so so you you've got some you have some options. You have some solid options here. And of course, when in doubt, Waffle House. Yes. Go for the experience. Right? No Thanksgiving could ever be right if it doesn't end with a trip to Waffle House. I'd so go to Waffle House on Thanksgiving. I think that's that is so science, people. Amazing science. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. this weekend my gosh i mean it's not getting better he thinks he's running against barack obama uh he gets confused and rattled uh you know he talks about how joe biden could lead us into world war ii uh very very dazed and confused up there sometimes and i'm i'm man i'm worried about his age i know you are too we i mean you have to be worried about his age and the fact that he's running against the president he thinks that hasn't run for office in over a decade. That's Joe Scarborough talking about Donald Trump. Because that's all normal. You talk about Biden's age, you're an ageist. You talk about Trump's age, it's very unsettling. (laughs) I I did say, we did discuss that age was going to be a factor in this election. But to, to be that craven... Good Lord. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I'm getting more and more uh, places to go uh, for um, Thanksgiving if you want to go out to eat. Uh, There was one suggestion of Iron Skillet. It's on the west side. I don't know Iron Skillet. But uh, the owners of of, uh, Premier Arms said uh, Iron Skillet. Should check that out. And then... uh, Alan thinks uh, China Buffet number one is open, which you think I, that that's a problem. I don't. I don't even know if that's a problem. Chinese food on Thanksgiving. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Happy to get it done. Video is out. 
of January 6th. All of it. 44,000 hours of video. It's out. Speaker Mike Johnson released it. What does the video show us? Really, in, in its entirety, what does it show us? It shows us, without any hesitation, that the story we were told by the January 6th committee was not a complete story. Benny Thompson lied. Liz Cheney lied. Adam Kinzinger lied. Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, they all lied. They shared some things, but they did not share the totality of things, nor did they paint a complete picture of the level of nuance regarding those that entered the Capitol. Those who were welcomed in, those who were apprehended by Capitol Police and then let go, literally uncuffed, and then fist bumped as they were allowed to leave. Those people who were allowed into the Capitol and then later got charged with terrorism. The treatment of people who have been in jail because of January 6th, unable to see uh, uh, lawyers and others in solitary confinement, the sheer brutality of a political party that wants to destroy its enemies at play. Didn't show that. Adam Kinzinger wasn't interested in that. Liz Cheney wasn't interested in that. To hell with both of them. If you want to discuss January 6th as a riot, feel free. If you want to discuss January 6th as wrong, you can also feel free from the people who engaged in the activity of violence, of fighting police, of of stealing. Feel free. You're not getting any argument from me. Insurrection? Well, that was always wrong. Worse than September 11th? Shut up. God, you can't be that ugly. Insurrection, when you invited people into the Capitol? When you put up no resistance? When they put up no resistance? It's not an insurrection. And the video proves this. The video not only proves that there clearly is a lot to look at and a lot of things to ask regarding what took place. Where not everybody comes across like some level of hero. It is clear that the January 6th committee lied to America. That was the plan, that was the purpose. They lied on every level. The January 6th committee is a fraud because they refuse to share the entirety of a story. That's Pravda kind of crap right there. Ugly and embarrassing and shameful. Senator Mike Lee now wants an investigation into the committee. You know they destroyed everything they had, right? you know that they destroyed everything that they had. None of them, if there was an investigation, would hand over an email. None of them would would, would uh, ever make a statement that maybe we could have done this or maybe we could have done that. No. 
Senator Mike Lee wants to know why Cheney or Kinzinger never asked about any of the other tapes, never looked at any of the other tapes, never brought any of the other tapes to the fore. Because when you hate Donald Trump more than you love your country, more than you love the rule of law, more than you love decency, well, what does it matter? Destroy, destroy, destroy. Despicable actions from our government. And I'm not so sure that anybody cleans the swamp, drains the swamp, throws people out. Because Americans right now just want the blood sport, and I'm not quite sure how I fix that. Not an insurrection. This much we know.